Hey, I'm Chris Cooper. I took a 200-word blog and built a $25 million mentorship company from it. It wasn't easy, and I had to learn some huge and expensive lessons along the way. But now I'm sharing those lessons with other business coaches and mentors and high-level entrepreneurs in this podcast. Want to chat with me? Go to businessisgood.com and click join the movement. We'll see you there. You should always build your arms before your legs, right? I'm Chris Cooper. I'm the founder of Business Is Good. I'm also a 25-year personal trainer. And I tell you, everybody going to the gym wants to do arms on Monday, right? Monday is the International Day of Bench Press and Biceps Curls. Everybody knows that. But this is a business podcast. And today I'm going to tell you why building your arms, average revenue per member, is more important to build first than your legs, your length of engagement. In my book, The Simple Six, I broke down what each of those things mean. And today I'm going to tell you why arms or building client value should come before you do anything else. This is Business is Good. If you want to interact with us, just go to businessisgood.com, click join the community, and you'll be invited to our free Facebook group for entrepreneurs. Doesn't matter what industry you're in, you can get in there, ask questions, talk about the simple six, any of my other books, or anything related to entrepreneurship, and we will be happy to help you. Today, We're going to talk about raising client value before you do anything else. I'm going to go through this in three big topics. First, the six levers that will grow any business. And I'm talking about the ones that I broke down in the simple six and why ARM, A-R-M, client value comes first. Then I'm going to talk about how ARM improves everything else. And then I'm going to tell you how to improve your A-R-M, your ARM. Okay, so if you're trying to boost your net owner benefit, how much you take home, the easiest way to do that is to increase how much each client pays. If you're trying to increase length of engagement, how long a client sticks around, the best way to do that is to start with high value clients who stick around longer. If you're trying to boost your effective hourly rate, the best way to do that is to increase the price that your clients are paying. If you're trying to get a better return on your expenses, the best way to do that isn't by cutting your expenses, it's by increasing your revenue. And if you're trying to get more clients, I challenge you to think like, do I actually need 50 more clients if every client that I'm paying is paying slightly more? So volume matters, but so does value. And today I'm going to focus mostly on the value and why increasing ARM comes first in the simple six. I'm going to give you three case studies as we go through this. I'm going to go through an accounting firm and go through a photographer and a gym because I know there's still a lot of gym owners who like this podcast. If you do like this podcast or it's helpful, please find it wherever you listen and rate and subscribe. That tells me what kind of content is helpful to you and what I should keep producing on here. I love using case studies and I know that the the mentors and coaches who are involved with Business is Good and Two Brain Business work with tons and tons of different industries. And so I'm going to use two examples from outside the fitness world and one from inside where I've worked with 1,700 gyms and helped thousands around the world with their businesses too. The first example is an accounting firm. This is somebody who wants to increase their net owner benefit. She has 150 clients. She's making about $6,000 per month. Her expenses are 55% of her revenues though, her effective hourly rate is about a hundred bucks, which is, you know, what you'd expect from a practitioner who charges a hundred to 125 per hour. They're going to take home a lot of that. Um, Her leg is about 24 months. So she keeps people for a couple years or two tax cycles. And her arm is about $150 monthly. So if you calculate all this out, what it looks like is she's got 150 clients paying 150 bucks a month, and she's paying over half of that out to expenses. How does she increase her take home? Well, there's a few ways that she could do it, right? She could 
increase her effective hourly rate by hiring an assistant or an admin or a cleaner or somebody to do the low value roles. But you know what? That's not really going to help because it's not like she can get another five clients and dramatically increase her income. She could cut her expenses. She could go to working from home or having a smaller office, but is she really going to be able to keep all 150 clients if she moves into her home? The best way for this accountant to make more money is to actually increase her prices. And so that means a boost in ARM. Now, if every single client that she currently has paid $5 more per month, that's about $7,500 more in revenue. But her expenses don't really go up that much, do they? She might lose a bit to processing fees, but she won't need a bigger space because she's not getting more clients that she has to fit in. She won't need more hours in the day or somebody to help her doing the books because she's not getting more clients or more work. It's just her prices going up. She's not going to affect her length of engagement. Like people aren't going to quit sooner over a $5 rate increase. And her effective hourly rate goes up without her hiring anybody. She doesn't have to manage anybody. So in her case, while each one of the simple six metrics can be improved pretty easily, we would always start with ARM because that will get her the revenue to pay an assistant or to take more time off or even to get more space if that's what she needed. So we would start with ARM. And as you're going through the book, The Simple Six, you would find that in most cases, 90% of the time, the best Simple Six prescription starts with ARM first. All right, let's go to example number two, a photographer. So this person has a different business model and they see about 30 clients a month. Their net owner benefit is 4,000. That's what they take home. They pay about a grand in expenses because you've got to have a little bit of space for your lights and stuff like that. Maybe they're upgrading and getting new memory cards, new lenses, but their effective hourly rate is only about hundred bucks an hour. And that means their arm is about 166. What that really means is that most clients coming in are buying a package worth about 166 bucks. And after the photographer pays their expenses, they're able to take home about four grand if they're getting 30 clients a month. But here's the problem. There's a couple of ways they could go about this. First, they could get more clients. If they move their number of clients up to 40 from 30, they would definitely make more money while expenses stayed pretty flat. Expenses would rise a little bit, right? It's a variable expense, but their effective hourly rate would not go up because they're still just trading their time for their money. And you know, as an argument here, if they're not spending more time growing their business, how are they going to get these other 10 clients anyway? Their best move is actually to increase arm. Now a photographer is different. It's not like a monthly fee, but what they could do is offer more valuable packages to the clients that are already coming in boost their ARM up a little bit more, make more take-home cash without changing their variable expenses at all. So they're increasing revenue, but expenses are not going up. And that means all of that extra additional revenue drops straight to the bottom line, goes home with them in their pocket. And that's why increasing client value is a great first step for a photographer first. It might be tempting for a photographer who wants to earn more money to get a bigger studio with more lighting and some fancy backdrops. It might mean that they hire an assistant so they can do more photography sessions. But the reality is, even if they do all of that, they're going to have a tougher time increasing their net owner benefit until they raise their rates or sell more valuable packages. And that's why in the photographer's case, again, it's best to focus on client value first before you increase everything else. Raising the ARM raises everything else with it. Third example. 
a gym owner, okay? I love telling the gym owner story because I'm one myself and, and I also work with a lot of gym owners worldwide. And a very common myth in the fitness world is you just need more clients. In fact, most of the biz gurus that are out there make promises about getting you 30 more clients or 100 more leads or whatever. The reality is that most gym owners don't make more money when they get more clients. If they get a whole bunch more clients at once, they generally can't keep them. Sometimes they even wind up at a net negative because the new people coming in like push the old good people out the door. They, to accommodate more clients, they have to expand or get more equipment or hire more staff to like service these people. And so their business keeps getting bigger, but they never make more money or become more profitable or even more sustainable. So in a gym, most of the time, you should still focus on increasing client value first. This gym that I've picked out as an example is pretty darn typical. They got about 100 clients. The owner makes about 2,500 bucks a month. Their expenses are about 40% of their revenue. Their effective hourly rate is like 15 bucks that are working a ton for that 2500 a month and their arm is like a hundred bucks right their membership is priced way too low but if you take that gym and you do something to raise their arm to 110 dollars so it goes up by like 10 percent suddenly their net owner benefit increases dramatically even if they don't get any more clients. So now they've got 100 clients, and instead of those clients paying 100 bucks each, now they're all paying 110. That adds another $1,000 in revenue without any other cost to the gym. So that money is coming in and it's staying there. It's not even leaving the business until it goes home in the owner's pocket. So they increase their net owner benefit, but they don't increase their expenses. They don't uh, decrease their EHR because they're not coaching anymore. There's nothing else going out. All that new revenue drops straight to the bottom line. And so when new gyms start in Two Brain Business, my mentorship practice, a lot of them come in saying, I need more clients. But the reality is they need to collect more value from their current clients. They can do that by raising rates, but they can do that by offering an on-ramp program, by selling a personal training option or a nutrition option, selling different tiers or adding like an Ascension model. There's a bunch of different ways they can do it, but they should focus on ARM first. If they focus on any of those other things first, they will defer the amount of time that it takes to get them paid. For example, let's say that this person uh, is just gonna go out and get more clients. They're gonna increase their headcount. Okay, they get, you know, how are they gonna do that? They don't have time. Well. The first thing that they're gonna do is they're gonna hire a cleaner. So now they've increased their expenses and now they've bought themselves an hour a day to work on their marketing. Okay, within two weeks at that time frame, they could have Facebook ads up and running and within three weeks, they could have new clients coming in, okay? I'm being conservative here, but those new clients coming in have to be serviced, they have to go through an on-ramp, they're not likely as warm leads, but let's say that they get to 110 clients. Okay? That doesn't mean that they get to take home all that extra thousand bucks. Instead, 40 some percent is gonna go to the coaches who deliver their service. Or this person is going to work even more so their effective hourly rate goes down. They're working harder they're buying themselves more of a low paying job. Conversely, maybe that gym owner says, I need to cut expenses. I'm gonna cancel my bookkeeper, mentor. Uh, I'm gonna fire a couple of coaches. Okay, that drives your expenses down, but your retention will also drop because of that. And your net owner benefit will drop too. You're just working harder for the same money or less, okay? Let's say that uh, that person decides to work on retention. 
wonderful, but retention is a pretty long-term play. And so eventually that will compound, but it'll take a few months. The clients who would have stayed two months, now they're staying three months. There's overlap with the new clients coming in. The gym makes more revenue, fantastic. Lifetime client value is better, wonderful. But if they had started by ARM first, increasing ARM, they would have seen some revenue much more quickly that would have bought them the time to improve their EHR, bought them the time to improve their marketing, put some money in their pocket, maybe bought them a couple hours off, like an extra hour of sleep a day, something like that. My point here is that arm raises all boats. Okay, there's probably a lifting joke in there. In most cases, and in the book I even say this, start by increasing client value before you increase retention, before you work on how you spend your time, before you try to get more clients. Start with ARM, definitely before you cut expenses. Worry about that first. That'll increase cash flow, but all that new cash will drop straight to the bottom line. You'll be able to take it home or create some breathing space in your business. And if you start with ARM, create some breathing space in your business. If you start with ARM, everything else gets easier. So here's my challenge to you. Look at the average revenue per member per month in your business and ask yourself, how can I raise this by $6 or 6% by next month? Okay, start by doing the simple six. Brainstorm a list of 10 ways that you could increase member value. Get an extra six bucks out of every member that comes in the door. From there, I want you to pick the one that's the fastest and easiest. I want you to put that on your calendar for tomorrow. I want you to execute on that until it's in place and working and then move on to the next thing. That's how the simple six works. I'm Chris Cooper. This is how business becomes good. If this is helpful to you, go to businessisgood.com. Subscribe to the newsletter, join the community, find a way that we can help you and keep your business doing good. Thanks for listening to Business Is Good. If you'd like to chat about this episode or the blog posts or podcasts that I put on the Business Is Good site, just go to businessisgood.com and click join the movement. We'll see you there.